You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. friends this is Miranda with Chirp Radio and I am here with Dan Vidmar aka Shy Girls as they stop by the subterranean on their 20-day tour welcome and thank you for paying us a visit of course it's great to be here in Chicago and great to be uh, on the radio on Chirp okay so I have to ask the question where did Shy Girls the name stem from it's kind of a silly story, but in 2011 or 2012, I was just making kind of a lot of demos, um, ranging from like really kind of lo-fi stuff to more polished stuff and uh, kind of packaging them in little EPs and sending them around. Um, and they all had kind of like a different name because they were all felt kind of different and distinct. Uh, and one of them... I sent to some friends, and, and one of my friends just said, you're singing kind of like a shy girl. And for whatever reason, I thought, okay, I'll just call this shy girl. And then I added the plural just to be a little more silly, and it kind of stuck because one of the songs on that EP kind of took off locally, and then I was like, I guess this is a thing now, and this is my moniker, and it's just stuck since then. What have been some of the most rewarding moments on this tour thus far? Ooh, playing Portland is always incredible just because it's kind of my my home, my home base, and there's always a lot of friends there, and um, people are really supportive there. I think seeing some new cities, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, uh, we had never played either of those cities before, and that was really fun. But mostly, I think, seeing people, we've had a few fans every show that have driven from far away and are just like super diehard fans from day one who know like the first songs I ever put out Uh, and that's been the coolest part is traveling around to these remote locations remote to me because I've never even been to these places and and people knowing the words and people uh, excited to come out and excited to talk to me after the show and all that I think that's been so far, the coolest part. And what essentially is the response that you have received? Um, you know, you'd mentioned people are very energetic and, and you know, they, they know your lyrics and their tunes. And I mean, just what's kind of the vibe of, of all these shows that you're doing? Yeah, the, the vibe has been uh, a lot. Of, it's funny because at this point, I'm not a new artist um, and I've toured a few times and I've put out three or four bodies of work. So it's been fun this time because the vibe is people know there's like depth. People know a lot of different songs from different albums and people, when I talk to them after the show, they have questions about, you know, Oh, like on the, the EP, like six years ago when you wrote this, like what, it, that's kind of been the vibe, which is interesting and really kind of rewarding to know that people are paying attention and have been paying attention this whole time. Um, and it's not just, oh, I heard you on Spotify last night and came down, which is also cool when that happens. Uh, but a lot of the vibe this tour has been people who have been familiar for a while. It's cool. 
So your lyrics to me, they translate as, as just like complete vulnerability. And that's just my translation of it. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, what has, has been one of the most vulnerable moments in your life, if you would care to share? Wow. Diving deep. I think, well, there's a lot of moments in my life that just general anxiety um, is like a part of my life and has been since I was a teenager or, or even longer. Um, and I feel particularly vulnerable uh, when I'm going through like a bout of anxiety, but also being in relationships and relationships not working out. Those are particularly vulnerable times in my life. And that's like obviously clearly what a lot of the songs are about. I don't know. Yeah. Those are kind of those are kind of the things that jump to mind immediately. All very relatable, friend, all very relatable. How did you get involved with the Keep Cool, like, inaugural project? Like, yeah. what was that like for you? So the people that run Keep Cool uh, are people I've known for a long time, four or five, six years. Uh, it's essentially a bunch of my friends formed this label. And while they were doing this, I was, you know, excited about it for them. And we were kind of hanging out and I was playing them some of my new songs and everyone kind of said like what are you going to do with these songs and I was like you know probably self-release I don't know and they all kind of came back you know shortly after that we're like we'll just put it out like just you know low-key we'll put it out and the whole process was very organic like that you know the uh, head of creative there has been my creative director for many many years Um, I've worked with John Tanner's, uh, who is one of the, you know, who runs runs the label uh, for a long time on the publishing side. Tunji, who is a head head guy, uh, I've known him forever. So it's just been, you know, kind of like a friends helping friends situation, and everyone's been super supportive and excited over there. And I've been really excited to see them get off the ground because they all deserve. Uh, to have their own label and have success because they're all super amazing people and really hard workers. So had the label already been established before you put out and they again came to you and said, we'll just put it out for you. So it was already established. Yeah, it was. It was uh, shortly after I think they announced uh, the label publicly and announced they were signing Normani and and all that stuff uh, that that we started talking about putting my album out. But it was probably, you know, I had been talking with them for a long time about my album in general, just as friends and what was happening with that. So it was kind of up in the air um, when they formed the label anyways, I I suppose. It's got a good, it's a good DIY, like friend story. Those are, yeah. It's it's definitely a super organic thing. Uh, which is kind of the only thing I was looking for. It's like I was ready to self-release it, and I probably wouldn't have done any other sort of situation at that point besides this exact scenario. So it worked out well for both parties. Loving in circles Jesus can help you now 
so I was I was doing some research on the interwebs. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know, it's scary, right? And I came across your rendition of Cindy Lauper's Time After Time, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. Okay. I maybe cried. So um, I just what. What was going on sort of in your life at that time that made you want to do that cover specifically? That's a great question. Um, Trying to remember when this was in my life. Uh, I know I had just gotten out of a relationship um, and was probably feeling particularly vulnerable, although, you know, that song is not really about that. Um, I would probably have to look through the timeline of my life as it matches up with when that song came out uh, because it was in between albums as well so I don't have a good answer for you on that one listen that was a great answer you're doing you're doing great Dan you know so and everybody listening if you've not had an opportunity seek it out and, li- and listen to it it's great okay last one who is in your top three rotation of artists right now top three well, I'll tell you, this week, uh, just in the van, uh, I've been listening to the new Wise Blood record, like, nonstop, because it's amazing. Uh, I've been listening to Dennis Wilson again, which is, like, every few years I come back uh, to him. Uh, and let's see. We were listening to Al Green today, too. That's been kind of heavy on rotation a little bit, too. I don't know. Those are the three that come to mind. Making a mental note. (laughs) Making a mental note. I would just like to also say that I love that you're wearing a Grateful Dead (laughs) t-shirt. It was was unexpected. And it was a curveball. And I'm here for all of it. (laughs) I love the dead. I know that's kind of... People are learning that slowly about me. This new album has a lot of jams on it. uh, And you'll see at the show. We we do quite a bit of jamming. But it's kind of a, a hidden fact about me. Not quite a dead head, but almost. It's not hidden anymore, Dan. It's not. Public Public info. Public information. Shy Girl's latest release, Bird on the Wing, is beautifully done. I would highly recommend that everybody check it out. Dan, thank you for making this time to speak with us today and enjoy the rest of your tour. Thanks so much for having me. at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.